Prime Time Partiers. It's Prime Time Party Time. Welcome back, friends of the show. If you're a first timer, we are a live digital radio show and podcast covering all things prime time, past and present. That means you'll get the lowdown on media, entertainment, skits, and soon to be virtual performances tonight, every Monday at 9 p.m. at ptptshow.com and on your time, wherever you stream podcasts. I'm Tracy, and here's your other host. Hey, I'm Daniel. Great intro, Tracy. Thank you so much. And tonight, we have a couple guest stars with us. We have our series composer that you just heard, Justin. Welcome. Thank you guys very much. That sounds like a wonderful introduction, and it's awesome to hear it and participate with this all live and put together. And our longtime friend, Kyle. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. And tonight, like Tracy said, we are going to get performative. What are we doing tonight? We are going to have a live kind of improv music sesh with Kyle and Justin, where we play a section called Can You Still Play That? Where we take musical instruments we used to play back in the day and play them now. (laughs) See See how far we've come or how far we've fallen back. It's about to be a middle school band room in here. Yes. The one fun part, though, is we're not actually playing the instruments we grew up on. All right. I guess, Tracy, you are. Justin and I, I though, we're we're swapping. Mm -mm. Oh, so what do we traded places for tonight? I am playing the trumpet, and Justin is playing the saxophone, and we both grew up, respectively, playing those instruments. And yeah, I will flute as much as I can. And if not, I have many other instruments that I'm more comfortable with that I can always pull out there if, they're, if they're more helpful at the time, unless, you know, unless it's just sounding like a dead, you know, bird, last <laughs> legs, just, <laughs> last leg. <laughs> just oh, puffing for air is sometimes what the flute sounds like when you haven't played it for 15 years. But before we get into our fun music segment, we are going to do a toast and a roast. So, Daniel, what is your toast and roast for this week? Ooh, what am I toasting? I don't know how to do these toasts without, like, giving some sort of advertisement almost. But I will say my uh, Sweetwater rep called me today just to check in on my latest purchase, which was months and months ago. And so, yeah, you know what? I'll do a free advertisement for them because that's <laughs> nice, you know? that That's the kind of advertising that we like. They're not, you know, it's not unneeded products it's just brand recognition it's just nice stuff it's just a nice hey how you how you doing what kind of music you create in these days what kind of sounds you create in these days uh rob's a great rep and uh toast to him tonight and for my roast uh you know i don't know probably google meets sometimes (laughs) you know uh online video software just doesn't quite work out all the time and and this week for me it's the google meets platform but that is my toast and roast for the week. What about you, Tracy? Hopefully we're not karmically punished for roasting oh, Google yeah, Meets while using anything. it. Yeah, we'll yeah we are still using Google Meets now, so yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I was also questioning whether I'd get smited down today in my car looking at the sky, so you know, we're just like putting all the good vibes in one direction. But oh, yeah, my toast for this week to take everyone along my virtual jury duty journey is that I do not have to serve. So... <laughs> It is. It's finally come to a close. Oh, I know. There's, there's been a lot of 
built up anticipation, like, will she serve? Will she want? Many are invested. Uh, I'm sure anyone one. looking for more information <laughs> on virtual jury duty in a pandemic is disappointed in this. But it's nice to know that if you didn't want to serve, you, uh, you have been dismissed. Now, can't say, you know, we don't have the time at home to serve, but apparently was not needed this time. I think this is about my fourth summons, so I'd really like to be, you know, not asked in the future, but we'll see. <laughs> um, and I also joined, like, my literary journalism alumni Slack today, which was fun. Oh, that's awesome. Ooh. Yeah. So I got to, like, see a lot of familiar names pop up, and they were like, introduce yourself, which always feels uncomfortable because then you have to talk about what you've been doing since college and I wrote all of mine and it was very much like I'm doing the same thing but more like 2.0 because I was like oh you know I wrote and did photography for the university paper and then I kind of freelance for some online music publications for album reviews and then I did the radio and now I work in marketing but I pretty much do the writing still and I just started doing an online radio show with my friend. And then I still play music. So if you remember me, still here. <laughs> so it was, it was still fun, though, getting to read other people's excerpt. And there's a lot of very accomplished people in my alumni where I'm like, whew, you guys are, you guys are uh, making stuff happen. So that was cool to see. Nice and inspiring. So those are my toasts. I don't have too much of a roast except for... The uh, driving in the hail today slash just the hail and lightning and high winds. I'll mm. say as a weenie Californian, I was like, but I want to go for my run, which as discussed with Kyle, some people just, you know, power through and they're like, you know what? You still run in the wind. You get out there. You... I'll spill your fortitude, you know, <laughs> <laughs> as an you extra element to your runs. You, know, you, have to dodge, uh, you have to dodge falling branches and pine cones. It's fun. That's like a nice little nudge to UCI because there used to be these big signs that said beware of falling branches <laughs> in our parks because there would be like a seasonal high wind every this time of year. And there's always a kid that got hit by a branch in Aldrich Park. So that was a that was an issue. But yeah, I do not paint with the colors of the wind on my run. So I did not go. Did not go. I stayed inside today. But maybe tomorrow. We'll see. My dog did plenty of playing in the weather for me today, which means I kind of did too. So there we go. Little bit of participation there. But yeah, Daniel, are we ready to get into it? Uh yeah. We we could be. Kyle, Justin, do you guys have any toasts and roast today? I'm gonna check something real oh, fast yeah. on our uh, um, stream in. Well, so yeah, roast uh, jury talk because anytime I talk about the jury, anything jury related, a notice tends to show up. So thank you, Tracy. Just trying, <laughs> trying to spread to, the love. You know, I thought I got through 2020 unscathed. Is going to get into 2021 smooth sailing, but here I am, 25 days in, jury summons on its way. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Probably get but, it next uh, week. On the flip side, I'm going to go with uh, toast for uh, following Daniel's advertisement approach. Instapot, you know, I got one for Christmas and it has been a great way to make dinner. I made a uh, pork tenderloin last night and I've done Ooh. chickens and uh, rices. Rices are done in about 15 minutes. So, That's you know, nice. 
Um, we're not sponsored. I'm also a guest, so I have nothing to do with this. But Instapods, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, they're wonderful. I love it. Many, That's a great toast. Many people love the Instapot. And also, we should note that Kyle and Justin should clearly have their own, like, bachelor pad cooking Instagram. Like, we've been trying to pitch names for this for a while because they just make these elaborate dinners. Oh, yeah, these two Like, whole cook. roasted chickens and, like house-made breads and like half the time we catch up with them kyle's like cooking up like oh yeah cookies ready to go into the oven (laughs) (laughs) so y'all are getting pretty pretty crafty in these days especially in the kitchen we've gotten very domestic (laughs) haven't it's we the, all only, it's the only thing to do. This year's been so crazy. Like bread was my saving grace, you know. That pizza dough. The pizza dough was good. It was a good day. Exactly. Everything yeah. else just kind of sucks. So. <laughs> also, can I interject with a question in my toast and roast? Sure. When do I open this beer and actually do the toast? Well, well, you could do that now because we can enter a segment <laughs> called "Pop Pop Pop." beer of the week so what you drinking kyle tell us about it uh i see how this works now okay okay um so we're drinking the car camper hazy pale ale uh it is by great divide brewing in denver colorado um i went there once for like a hot minute um yeah it's you know it's an interesting pale ale i don't know what do you guys think about taste well let's try this out the car camper the beer to Mm. fuel your next adventure this artwork is beautiful, by the way. Definitely a national park inspired. Actually, no, not national park. It's a national forest inspired. It looks a lot like those retro posters. Yeah. Like the kind of vintage, like Joshua Tree poster or the Yosemite. Mm-hmm. So whoever yeah. that artist is, it reminds me of that. But uh, yeah. yeah, this brewery's website is extremely beautiful. If Even if the beer was not delicious, which I sure it is the website is extremely eye-catching so we do like that um but what are the flavor notes that you get from this beer i'm getting maybe pineapple there's like a fruit sweet base i think maybe a bit of citrus but it's very hoppy for a pale ale it is a hazy pale ale though so they tend to be a bit on the hoppier side but it almost, it's almost overpowering the rest of the flavor profiles. All right. So this one is, if you like really hoppy beers that are also good fruity, one. then that is a good bit for you. According so to, that's, that's good to know. According oh, to the you gonna say, Daniel? website, we should be getting hints of cantaloupe, mango, and mm-hmm. coconut. Well, there Maybe we go. The mango that I'm confusing with pineapple. I think I'm getting the mango, yeah. Can you, you know, say those fruits one more time? <laughs> of course. We're getting cantaloupe, mango, and coconut, and it should finish evenly with a pleasant mouthfeel. Hmm. There's a mouthfeel. Yeah. I, have, <laughs> I take issue with the phrase mouthfeel. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a fun term. I I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to get out of that, but cantaloupe and mango and coconut, I could see how you could get pineapple in there because it's just kind of saying you're getting like a sweet yet tart. 
fruit taste. But I'm not tasting. I'm not tasting any coconut though. That's the interesting one because usually coconut in beers is a bit like the main flavor you'll get, mm-hmm. like when you get a coconut porter or something. Yeah. But maybe this one's a little subtle because I don't think I've had coconut flavored beer in like a lighter beer. I think it's always been in like a port or stout. Yeah. Yeah. Beer. So Something, that would be different. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. The one brewery by us had a really, really good coconut beer. Barley Forge, something like that. Oh, I haven't been there in a long, long time. And you never will, because they're closed now. Oh, oh so sad. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Oh, the no, they were actually closing anyways. So it's <laughs> it was very like sad twist or something like that. But oh, that's too bad. Yeah. That was a that was a favorite spot from college. Well, hopefully the people brewing the beer are able to do another project. Soon. And another brewery took its place. So you know. Oh really? Yeah. Um, uh, hmm. Like like the phoenix from the ashes. <laughs> my that's my poetry for today. <laughs> the phoenix from the ashes. Capitalism in America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be real people after the after last year. <laughs> yeah, that's oof. That is that is rough. Yeah. Well, luckily this spear is doing doing well. They're doing and just fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> I liked I liked how NPR smooth that was. They're doing oh, thank you. just thank fine. You. Just fine. <laughs> Although well, no, this makes me want to you know go spend my life savings on a pop-up Volkswagen camper van and go drive through the mountains of California. You know, there are a lot of people. I remember reading an article that was saying there was an uptick in like motorhomes and camper vans during the oh, pandemic. Yeah. Since a lot of people are like, I'm going to take this remote life and just see the country. I have seen it with see, my own two eyes. That's, that's funny. My assumption when I, cause I saw the uptick too of all of that. And I thought, Maybe these are all people who lost their jobs and like we can't afford rent anymore and it's cheaper to live in the van. There is that aspect too. I think there's the combo of like steady people who are trying to still travel and then the other people who are oh, like, yeah. we're going to try to upset the unfortunate comings of this yeah. pandemic. So yeah. either way, it seems like there's going to be a new generation of like vagabonds i'm game for it i I am too i'm into it i hope they caravan through southern california (laughs) it'll be like the 60s again but hopefully just like without you know the scary manson people (laughs) yeah hopefully 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 it's all just happy (laughs) just just good vibes good vibes it's like nice nice ones so as we as we get into our good vibes uh, we can start prepping for our musical happy hour. So we're all going to try to play these instruments and see, can you still play that? So, yeah, Daniel, how should we get this going? Okay, so this is this is the question, right? This is fun <laughs> uh, because... so. To remind everybody, Tracy, you played flute for how many years? I played it for three years, and then, you know, I whipped it out this week a little bit. Okay. So that's All right, so we got a little going pr- on. Three years. On Were those the three, three years in middle school? Yep. The uh, only ones. 
did not learn it for any other reason than middle school band. But aside from that, you do know music. You're a musician. So, I do play C instruments. Yeah. So, so that is a little bit of a little bit of a I don't know. This is where you guys might have to walk me through things. I don't know what a nugget. C instrument is. Um. <laughs> I play guitar and piano and I used to play the ukulele and I sing. Oh. So that's kinda that'll take that out of the way. And then the flute is technically a C instrument as well. So Very good. I only play those. And <laughs> so Tracy, what no is <laughs> what is a C instrument? Oh, I asked good... for audience members who may not yeah, know. Yeah, I was about to say, this is a question. Yeah, exactly. Go, go ahead, Tracy. <laughs> All right. I'm going to just read off the dictionary definition of C instrument. Many oh, instruments like are C instruments. For example, piano, organ, oboe, violin, guitar, and trombone. A pianist who sees a written C will play a note that the violinist violinist would agree as a C. That's mostly though just saying that you play in that in the regular clef and you don't do bass clef. I Got think it. that's the best way to Got explain it. it to other people because in other instruments you would use a different sheet music orderings. Mm -hmm. So instead okay. of seeing H, do you have a better explanation Justin since you come from more of a background a more knowledgeable background in music i think maybe a, a simplification of that a little bit so if you're familiar with a piano right you've got all the white and black keys um, the key of c is only the white keys and any other instrument that is a c instrument it's natural uh scale that is set up for that is built for is within the key of C. So like Tracy said, she's exactly right. The pianist sees a written C on the sheet music. She plays a C on the piano and like a violin or the flute or the trombone, they see a written C on the sheet music and they play a C, it's going to be the same note. That's all. That's my definition. That does make more sense though. I like the white keys versus the flat keys. <laughs> explanation that lets, lets us visualize yeah a little bit of visual there with these extremely technical term that i didn't mean to randomly drop in our lives <laughs> no this, this actually helped me i have a piano right in front of me and i don't know the difference between black and white keys so this was very informative to go. me personally thanks to justin who is a professional musician has a degree yeah, in that. music Practice, performance performance has taken many music theory classes has a degree See. in music performance but is today playing an instrument that have you ever played the saxophone before i've never played a saxophone before that's exciting Woo. but it'll be interesting and so but you are a professional trumpet player now kyle is on trumpet today kyle yes. have you ever played a trumpet before I, okay, kind of, kind of, because I did play the euphonium in marching band, which was, all right, so I did, sorry. I did, yeah, yeah, everyone, anyways, um, so I did music from sixth grade all the way through senior year of high school, so solid seven years. I mostly played the saxophone, but my last year, 
I decided to change it up during marching band season. Um, yeah, I, I was in marching band and I played the euphonium, which is literally, it's like a trumpet, but like it's probably five times the size of a trumpet and you just kind of like hold it out in front of you. Um, but that's kind of helped me with, I guess like embouchure and stuff because it's a lot of the mechanics are very similar between the two instruments. They're both brass instruments. Um, they both utilize a similar embouchure. It's like a similar way of like actually playing the instrument. Um, and Justin and I were, you know, kind of chatting before this and, um, you know, a lot of like the way you actually play the notes, there's still only three valves on the instrument, just like the euphonium. So it's very similar in a lot of respects. Um, but yeah, Justin and I are definitely playing a subcategory of this game called Can You Play That Instrument? As opposed yes. to, do you remember yes. how to play that instrument? Justin, how many years on the trumpet do you have on Kyle? Like, how many more years then? How, how long have you been training trumpet? Years? Yeah. Seven years on Kyle? Yeah. Wow. That's a solid amount. Maybe six, might be six. Is that the difference between, is that like the euphonium, the difference between when I played the euphonium? Yeah, I'm thinking from like when you played euphonium through high school and you finished the end of high school and I kept studying kept up through my college through. years and stuff. I think that's been six or seven years. All right, sense. Kyle, you got some catching up to do tonight. Yeah. Let's see if you can and do every it. time no. you say euphonium, <laughs> you make me think of like the periodic table. I just can't get past that, even though I understand it's a, it's a name. That's why it makes me laugh. The element of awesome sound. (laughs) For all of our audience members listening who do not know uh, visually the difference between the two, imagine like Steve Jobs is a trumpet and Arnold Schwarzenegger is a euphonium. And that's kind of like the comparison we're dealing with here. So a good analogy since we did get to meet arnold schwarzenegger when we were middle school band oh, that's jazz right. band i forgot about people. that he showed up yeah he came to visit yeah, daniel but... showed up too yeah daniel did show <laughs> I up i was there even though he was not in jazz band. <laughs> i was i was there that day i'm in the picture yes <laughs> <laughs> I played trumpet for four years. Our yes. came and he was there. <laughs> I was, I was there. I'm, in, yep, I'm right there. Daniel to show up, and it's called Picture Day with the Governor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It should Man. be noted too that Kyle and I started playing guitar at the same time. I don't know how long you stood with it, but we, I think, both started taking lessons in fifth grade or maybe earlier. I just know that we had to play in front of the entire elementary school at some point. And I remember being very shy about that as a, yeah, as a we child. Played, we played Happy Trails fifth grade in front we of probably like two or three hundred pe- students. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that That's was that was the beginning of like you're gonna get past the stage fright. You're gonna do it now. Exactly. So. Yep, and now, <laughs> now here we are. Here we are, just playing for fun on the internet for whoever's listening live and whoever listens later so yeah we play guitar together and then that's pretty much it i dropped out of band well i didn't drop out i just completed my band journey at the end of middle school and then i just stuck with the guitar and singing and then tried to play the piano and i do that sometimes but no training in that department so it's very uh, eclectic <laughs> what a great so. adjective 
my mom just says I play the guitar like or no the piano like a guitar so I'm more percussiony with it than I should and I'm like you know what there are many people who do that and are very successful recording artists so <laughs> I will take that criticism and I'll take it as a compliment <laughs> it's like fine it's like I hear what I want to hear no it's all good it's all good so yeah who wants to how should we start should, did we want to play over the theme song to begin with and improvise that or do we want to just see what we start out with well, if we're What's back, our starting point? if we're back in band practice, what was the one thing we had to do every time we walked into a middle school band room? Ooh, we had to play a scale. Not going to, yeah. No performances so, if you cannot play a scale. Can we play scales on these instruments? Can we play scales? That is the ultimate question. I have only, let's see. I mean, we originally Are we playing a C started. Scale? We originally started on yeah. a B flat scale. Oh, wait, really? Are we going to do a B flat scale? Is that the. Let's do it. Let's do B flat. B flat scale. scale? All right. I just have one question for Kyle. Oh, yeah. Uh, this <laughs> He's shaking his head. Instrument is in <laughs> He's B flat, shaking right? his head in the studio. <laughs> Does not want this question. What is the question? <laughs> for Kyle, the question is um, what is the. the tonal bass key for this alto saxophone i'm holding is that a fancy way of saying what buttons should you press yep <laughs> that's exactly what i'm asking we like to simplify uh, these questions down <laughs> i love okay. simplification okay okay so i think it's and this is this is me digging back like six or seven years i want to say so you have your you know your six fingers it's i want to oh, say it's the very fingers. top key and okay. top button i should say New and then it is this hand like where your bottom hand your index finger kind of in you know in between your index finger and then up to your thumb there's like a little series of three buttons along the saxophone you want to yes, hit the I very bottom them. one with with kind of like that l shape between your index finger and the top of your thumb so i have the top button in my left hand and the L button in my right hand. Yeah, the very bottom of the of the series of three buttons. There are four. There should be three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll find out which one it is. There, I can always try another one. You know, we'll figure this out. All right, so, I'll start make it so that's a B flat. I know what a C is because I can see the um, fingering chart I have on my screen here. Is an E, do I just use, for an E flat, do I just use that same um, L button to lower the E flat? No. Okay. Kyle's getting put in hot water right now. Can you? I can just experiment. We can just experiment with this. Answer these questions from years and years ago about your instrument maybe it is the same button we'll try it we'll find out i really yeah. like kyle looking pensive and for those who cannot see us on our calls which is everyone um there he has his cat as his background so it just kind of looks like you're like ah and then the cat <laughs> is like staring into you <laughs> pensively 
So it's it's a nice visual. It's pretty. Exactly. I'm pretty, doing it. I'm doing it for you. <laughs> Definitely entertains me quite a bit. So all right. Well, we can start suiting up. See if this will make noise today. All right, here's my fifth note on a saxophone. I've never never played. We're playing never, a B flat, is that B flat? Yeah. I'm trying to see if how to tune this bad boy. Hey, have you used a reeded instrument before? At all? It's coming through. Ooh, Justin, for a first time. For a first time, it's wild. Oh, the trumpet is out too. Can we do it? Kyle, do you know what buttons to push? Is it two, three? It's zero buttons. A B flat? Oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. Oh, you're just like, woo! You're free. I don't do. I don't do anything. Ah, (laughs) well, you know, it's one way to put it. This is so nostalgic. (laughs) Let's hear it. I haven't played anything. I didn't want to cut you guys off. Oh, no. Um, I might be flat. All right. Yeah. So it's literally just nothing. I play nothing. You just play yeah, nothing. No, no buttons are pushed down on a trumpet for a B flat. That's, yeah. that's it. Flat right there. You did it. That's great. All right. Oh, I found, I found something that might tell me what I'm doing. Kyle, right. you're right. I just can't play this instrument. Of course you're right. You played this instrument. All well, right. it's your it's your first it. it's your first day, so you should feel bad. We're getting <laughs> exclusive exclusive what, on the McGee radio. Justin Wright <laughs> playing the sax. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. There we I think go. I'm really sharp. So we're yeah. Really That's what I sounded like the first time I ever tried. Here we go. Here we go. Hey! It's just a little go. sharp, but I hear it. Yeah, you're it's playing so Carl's Bad Train, like, really great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when the coaster rolls through, we'll see if we're, like, on pitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? We can be, like, the, the French guy that invented electronic music, who f- the first recordings were of the trains. Uh. That's a fun fact. <laughs> That's a very fun fact. I forget the name of that guy, but I remember having to learn that for a digital music course. It's on Google, I'm sure. It is on Google. I can fact check myself live on the air. So, All right. Are we going to do this? Are we going to tune? Are we all going to play together in tune? We are going to try. 
All right. Daniel, you want to count us in? Uh, yeah, we just do oh. an, uh, on 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 the one. On the one. On the one. All right. And one, two, two three. three. I think I'm flat. I'm just the wrong, it's the wrong note, man. It's the wrong note for me. Sounds okay. I keep having to change. I don't know how to make a saxophone embouchure. So, is that the one? So, like the trumpet, you have to do the like, but with the saxophone, isn't it like the tighter lipped, like the? Or do I have that wrong? So Justin and I were talking about it. It's like. With the saxophone, it's a lot more action with like your bottom lips. Because yeah. you have to like you have to you almost have to like use your bottom lip to pinch the mouthpiece and then cause the like almost force the reed to vibrate. With uh. the trumpet though, it's actually a lot more of like the corners of your mouth that get that do all the work because you're kind of like scrunching up your face and then you're you're like creating a vibration that causes the, the instrument to play music ah so like with the saxophone it's kind of more like making like a or like a t because you're kind of like doing like it's it's more like like literally like and trumpet or in uh mr mr justin here might correct me but with like the trumpet it's you're like almost like confronting your lips together and like buzzing them almost but Pretty then much. but then with the saxophone you're not really doing that much with your lips. You're more so just like forming a seal around the reed so that it ah, vibrates as you blow air. So you're more like of like a, doing a suction on the saxophone. Kind of, but you are blowing forward. Like you're not breathing in. You're not, you're not, you don't run a choking hazard <laughs> from the reed. <laughs> it's more like you're blowing out, but you're making the air going in also being in a tight space so that it's yeah. not nothing yeah. air isn't getting out the sides so you're almost just like making that as small as possible while also still being the output of the air what that i've is, learned in the past 30 seconds is that instead of your lips vibrating my air is making a reed vibrate ah. but i don't know how to control that so this is exciting <laughs> yeah All right we're gonna should we play a B flat one more time and then we'll try let's, to play a scale. A scale. Yes. Let's do a B flat once more with feeling. And one, two, three. <laughs> You guys are so much closer like to snatching first chair off an unsuspecting 13-year-old. Oh, he's going to be so pissed. Off an unsuspecting 13-year-old? I'm just going to bust into middle school during COVID and be like, that's my chair. I duel you. <laughs> I remember someone dueling me for my chair and me being like, do you just want it? I don't care about being second chair. I just got here, but I don't want to be here. Yeah, I no, that, uh, way. Yeah, that, that happened I to me like, too, yeah. 
I don't see the difference between two and three. I'm not trying to be in the back, but you know. Yeah. And I just wasn't competitive with the flute because it wasn't wasn't my first love instrument. So I remember I still had to complete the duel, though. It was like, you can't just give someone your seat. You still have to duel. And I remember the girl messed up when she was dueling me, and she was like, fuck. And then when it was my turn to play, I just didn't play. And she was like, what? I was like, just take the damn seat. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I was clearly, it means a lot to you. Yeah, Like like sometimes, because yeah, music directors would allow kids to duel for those spots. You know, they'd be like, you know, they're like, oh, you want to like, it, it, it was interesting. Yeah, they were like actively, um, yeah, like, against each other? yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bring, was, uh, mildly toxic environment. <laughs> people like to think that oh. music was all like, I like to teach the kids to sing, but really it was like, no, no, this is more like dual of who is getting first chair. Exactly. And, and then that gets to the real world. And people are like, oh, all these pop stars and music, it's such it's so wonderful, must be so easy. What a life. No, man. Like if you lose first chair in the real world, you don't eat dinner for like a month. I got that advice too. My first interview for journalism was the head of our jazz department. And, and he's really awesome. I loved him. Like I covered any of his performances and we were pen pals. I was closer to him than some of my professors, which was maybe not the most strategic move as a student, but we got each other. Uh, oh. But yeah, he's a he's a buddy. Uh, yeah, that was a huge college thing. Like yeah, um, and he also spent a lot of time in Japan, so we just like to to shoot it. But I remember he was like, "If you're gonna pursue music, do it young, because it isn't as important when you're hungry. It's like as you get older." You got to be more comfortable. <laughs> and I was like, good advice. I mean, he was like a professor slash pianist. So I'm also like, I mean, you made it happen, but I also get what you mean. Like, it's living the gig to gig life would not be super sustainable, especially not right now. So yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's difficult, but it's a, there, there are yeah. other areas you can use. But performance only is, I think, tough when you yep yep yeah especially covid yes that the whole was. world the whole world covid like man it sucks and then teaching like these poor high school I mean, we're talking like joking about stealing a seat from a 13 year old but now these high school kids and middle schoolers like they're on zoom you know like all uh-huh. day for work and i know a lot of people right now are in like the same boat like you imagine being like all of our listeners right now like think back to when you were 15 Right, and you spent from what eight a.m. to like two thirty, three p.m. at school all day with your friends. It's like your break away from home, your break from your parents, your siblings. But now you gotta sit your little ass down in a chair in a small little bedroom somewhere on a computer with a shitty Wi-Fi net network connection and try to learn things. Now that seems pretty difficult, and I also don't really know how they would do this virtually it just seems like it's awful it wouldn't sound as nice and doesn't work as well it it kind of works but it's nothing it's nothing like like learning in person anyways and you don't get to ditch school for music because we used to do that all time it was like disneyland 
go Disneyland, all the theme parks. I like didn't do math for like a semester because I recorded an album <laughs> for some kid <laughs> nice. with like nice. a few other band students. We just did it in the band room with some producer person. But yeah, we didn't. I didn't have to go to like my last two classes for like, I don't know, a while. I remember it was definitely like a this will come to haunt you later, Tracy, not doing this math for a while. Yeah. You will maybe have a rough time with that. But it was fun and I didn't mind at the time. And also and clearly, I- it worked out. <laughs> It worked out. I didn't have to use math later on. I just had to use Excel. So we all we all fall into. You just can't it, so. count the royalties you're supposed to be getting from that album. Yeah, I feel like it was just for a child. <laughs> I, so. I don't really know what it was for. You know, I was 13, so I didn't ask questions. I feel like I was like, I get to not go to math and play guitar. No more information needed. <laughs> This sounds great. Jesus. Sounds like rock and roll. <laughs> so, yeah, that was fun stuff. And so, yeah, we do shout out to the children right now who are not getting to do band as we did. But yeah. we're going to relive band as we did right now over Zoom and let's see how our scale sounds. So let's try a B flat scale. See oh, how much know. we... We're going to, you know, hurt our own ears and our listeners' ears by doing this. But you're with us. We're going to give it a try. So let's go. Ready and begin. One, two, three. back (laughs) Disneyland I tried to do the arpeggio I don't remember it (laughs) Tracy, I think you want. I think you yeah, clearly, clearly Tracy remembers how to play an instrument. <laughs> Only the B flat scale. I tried to do just the simplest, like I can't do any more of that for copyright reasons. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know how to do much. I don't know how I would play anything we used to play. That's something where I'm like. I used to have to trill on this bad boy. I don't think I could do that anymore. No. And I used to play the piccolo and that one shelved. I don't, I think that was a rental. So I don't have to (laughs) pierce anyone's ears with the highest, most annoying instrument that I clearly looked back and was like, like you only played this for the attention. wanted a solo and you're like i'm gonna invent a new part in order to get this so nice to go back to those competitive streaks that we had in band and i like to pretend it was everyone else but guilty guilty a little bit a little bit 
But if I tried to play anything other than a B flat scale, I don't think I could do it. I only somewhat remember it. And yeah. That is unfortunate because we have Coco69 in the chat saying (laughs) one, Mr. McGee for life, and two. Do you guys remember the good old days of jazz band, which we slightly reference, but if we do want to get, if Justin does want to get Charlie Parker with that new instrument of his, if Kyle wants to get a little dizzy with that instrument of his, I don't know any flute players personally in the jazz scene, but... No, um, not a lot of jazz flute outside of Anchorman. No, there's probably actual flute. (laughs) There's a few. It's just not as super common, but it's, it's out there. But with Disneyland off the table due to circumstances and the fact that, you know, well, scales are tough. Is there anything else we think that we might be able to accomplish with the instruments in hand? Hmm. Or any royalty-free requests? I know. After we're done with the hour and we can broadcast, we can, you know, just jam for free and see what we can do with things we remember. I can no. still play Take 5 on the guitar because I think it was just like I had to play it so many times, mm-hmm. so long. My fingers would just like deteriorate over time, more so than the hand sanitizer has now. So that I can usually do. You can try to do your solos again. <laughs> but what can we do now? Well, well, we could riff off the theme song. We could. Well, we could lay down a new intro uh, horn track, yeah. But Daniel, I've got to hear your MIDI keyboard. Oh, you want to hear oh, my yeah. MIDI keyboard? Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So we're, All right. We're sitting here. We were, I'm excited to hear this little instrument of yours. So it's. Nice. would you say it's a keyboard on a Nintendo? Uh Oh, we could the do that. Um, we could do that. Uh, you know, I've got a couple oh. fun things in front of me. I don't have anything from the band days. I have the Casio SK200, uh, which is a sampling nice. keyboard. And if I can't play a scale on it, it would be rather disappointing. Um, <laughs> but I, I also don't know where to start, so maybe I actually can't. Maybe I don't get to go to Disneyland. Uh <laughs> We have a couple other drum machines here. Everyone gets to go to Disneyland. (laughs) I hope so. I really hope so. Um, In the metaphorical sense, we can all go. In the metaphorical sense, we should all be able to go to (laughs) Disneyland. And get vaccinated. (laughs) Please. Step one. Exactly. Very true. Get Um, get into your vaccination tier. (laughs) Step two. Disneyland. But, uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, you know this thing does have a couple a uh, couple fun sets on it you know we can we we can play trumpet we can play trumpet right now let me go back down or 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 do i get to go to disneyland oh i'll try to match flutes on this bad boy oh wait no i need a oh, is that the c did i find the c you did. Wow. Look at that flute. It's a pretty good flute for like consumer gear in the mid 80s. Trump, uh, you Justin, want to match trumpet? I, I, keep, I keep yelling trumpet. Trying to get Justin. Hey, trumpet. Oh. Trumpet. <laughs> trumpet. trumpet. Hey, trumpet. Hey, trumpet. <laughs> How do I play a C trumpet? No buttons. 
That's the same as a B flat. Oh, you mean like a concert C, like a piano C? Yes. I okay, maybe I, I don't understand my own question. As so is. yes, I, I think the answer is yes. Uh, you're gonna play one and three, so flip everybody off. You're good. Hey Jude, no, that's not Hey Jude. That? <laughs> Peter Gunn, that was Peter Gunn. <laughs> Peter Gunn. Wait, no, it wasn't. Oh. Peter Gunn was um. No, that was the James, that's James Bond. Bond. Peter Gunn is a. Uh, how does Peter Gunn go? <laughs> Peter Gunn is Peter Gunn. That that's it. No, that's that's. You could you could overlay that on the on the TV intro and it'd just be the same thing. Perfect. The thing is, we could never get in trouble for playing songs because you will not be able to tell that they sound. That's a good point. <laughs> I know we're getting the YouTube algorithm will not understand what we're doing. We are no. getting a request for the uh, for Oi Como Va, which oh I will my say gosh. <laughs> my most proudest moment in all of band was when in jazz band, the other day I showed up, thank you very much, picture day and this day, uh, the only thing I ever practiced was the Oikomoba solo because uh, okay. I thought it was so fun. And our first right. trumpet was, was out one morning. We used to play on Friday mornings as, as people were coming up to the, uh, I don't know what a half circle that you pull into a school is called, but yeah, a half circle. A half circle. Like the roundabout. Little... Roundabout. Drop, drop off. Yeah. We Any of those much played for the drop off crowd, like the people who stayed with their Starbucks a little bit. Longer. Yes, yes. Well, I guess it was like a 7 a.m. Yeah, because we had to be there like before Six. seven. Yeah, that was, it was a rough early time. Day, yeah. yeah, I think it was early, early every other Fridays. Yeah, that was that was early, early. But yeah, but yeah, I, we played Oyo Como Va. I we played. On, hey Broadway. Hey on Broadway, hey Jude. Uh, what was another? We played "Fly Me to the Moon." Did we really? Fly me. Oh, we did CJM Blues. Yeah. I don't know what that one oh, is. I, I made everyone learn this song called "Soulful Strut," and everyone hated me for it. You bit, had that much pool in jazz band? You know what? I looked back and I was like, I was a ballsy teenager. I was like, I'm a pitch sheet music. <laughs> <laughs> that was i look back i was like oh i was not trying to be popular uh, i don't know tracy i think you got to the eighth grade with band and you were like how much better can this get <laughs> right on top <laughs> I, was like, I'm the she made it. I already made it She's like i'm i'm out of here the like, yeah. other band director will not let me do this <laughs> That was my my thought. No, I don't know. I just I think I was tired of the mornings. To be honest, I am such a night owl that I was like, I need to get sleep. I'm gonna I'm gonna not do this next year. I kind of regretted it though, because jazz band seemed fun in high school. Yeah, but the I mean the the lame part with it was having to be there at six forty five yeah. in the morning with a downbeat, and then. 
we'd go through school and you'd finish your school day, right? Because Jasmine was a zero period. And you'd have like 40 minutes, maybe a half hour. And then you had marching practice till like nine o'clock at night. See, that was a deal breaker maybe. for me. I wasn't down to do marching band. First it of all, like I would have tripped. 14 hour days. That's illegal for people to have to work for 14 hours a day. Yeah, I had to go to school for 14 hours a day. Our labor in band was not <laughs> allowed. There was many, many things. I talked to uh, one of our fellow friends about the baton throwings, and uh, she was like, Tracy, trigger warning, the shreds of wood, I still remember them like falling in my hair <laughs> when the batons oh would go in, which is why I still know my scales, muscle memory, and it's also integrated because, like, don't you play a wrong note? They're going to ask who did it. You're going to have to duck so that you don't get hit by that baton. <laughs> Not, like, I... really. They like they went far enough to where they never, like, hit us. But, like, they, they left shreds. I guess trauma's a tool. You know what? We're all very successful from that. We continued our music careers. <laughs> But uh, yeah, there, it was maybe, you know, there was a reason why we were good. It's almost like we were preparing for the Olympics. But yeah, it was a, it was a time. But yeah, that's, we, we pulled some long hours in band. So that definitely is a factor. Well, we so, got to go to Disneyland, so. We did a lot of fun stuff. The trade-off was good. Like in jazz band too, we got to play at the convention center Oh, yeah. Seaport Village, Mr. Uh, Taco. Oh, I miss those days for sure. Random the pizza, the pizza. Yeah, the retirement homes. Like, yeah. Also, I remember we played at Disneyland, but not in the backstage area, but like in one of the like main areas. I forget what it was Next called, the... like a pavilion. Oh, was it near the restaurants? Yes. Yeah, it was near the restaurants, right? Right, like yeah. right on the, uh, the like street center or... stage. That's in. I actually, don't know Disneyland uh, geography. I think so. Like right in front of the movie theater. Maybe oh. I haven't been to Disneyland in a while. It's been a long uh, time for me. Yeah, Daniel, we went to Disneyland for like Dapper Day. We did do Dapper Day a long in time ago. That was like one of the last. No, I, I definitely went since then. But that was that fun. Was one of the and... most memorable ones. Yeah. That's like casual Disney. Just gonna oh, go. Got everything in like after four p.m. on Dapper Day. Pro yeah. tip: when when Dapper Day comes back, that that is the day to go. That is the day to go. The fun holiday days because you can do a. Well, actually, I don't know if they'll let us do those dusk tickets anymore because it sounds like they're just taken away. Yeah, that's stuff at <laughs> recently. Those post like, four no p.m. More tickets, annual probably, yeah. pass members. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They so, took annual away pass the is annual gone. pass. Yeah, yeah they're, they're gonna they're gonna replace it with something different, but they they were not really. I mean, they definitely weren't making money when I was a pass holder because I got the cheapest one, and then I didn't like buy stuff every time I was there. Oh, I did the same thing in college. I bought the cheap yeah. one, and I'd yeah. like you just like pregame in the parking lot. <laughs> Exactly. And then you go in until like midnight and then you leave to go get food and then come back. Like you never buy anything on the property. No, no. 
yeah, we'd always get food in Westminster and, yeah. then, get, and then go back. This is what you do if you're a college kid in Orange County. So is- shout out to all you college kids at Irvine or Fullerton, wherever, buy the cheap pass. Yeah. Well, I guess you can't get I- an annual pass, but don't well, buy park food. No, That's don't it. do Just it. don't buy park food. It's not worth but it. That, but that bacon-wrapped turkey leg and then the, the, pineapple, the pineapple ice cream, Justin. I do love the, the beignets. Dole Oh, the beignets, oh, too? Beignets? The beignets are bomb, too. The, the Dole Whips. Are good. The Dole Whips. Yeah, that's what it was. The yeah. pineapple Dole Whips. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you have to choose a couple snacks and have those be your Disney snacks. But don't yeah, you're feel like, like all right. you need Disney meals. You're like, I can go get some meals off the park and you then want a snack, back bring in. 40 bucks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I got two beignets yeah. and, like, one pineapple, th- like, frosty thing, and then I'm good. Yeah, exactly. But you're also, you know, it's 40 bucks. Yeah, it's true. And then you'll you're dehydrated, so then you have to get the really nice Dasani water bottle for like six dollars. <laughs> Those are always the times where you're like, oof. But it's true. We would do that. And then I remember they got rid of the pass I was on because it was so like they're like, uh, we are definitely not making money off these people. And I was grandfathered in, so I could keep renewing it at the really low price point until I eventually was like, okay, I don't live in Orange County anymore. Just going to like end this relationship Mm. with Disneyland. Mm. And now I'm kind of like, oh, should have gone last year or not last year, but 2019. (laughs) Not have a regular Disney Plus. You're already giving them more money than they need. You know, like take it, enjoy it. It's true. Everybody who has a Google Plus account should get 15% off an annual pass. Ooh, we like this. Google Plus or Disney Plus? Disney Plus, that's what I okay. mean. I don't know where you're getting that value from a Google Plus account, but okay. I, I'm agreeing with this. I feel like there should be some sort of discount for the Disney Plus. Well, holders. like yeah. I, I'm still like, not seeing. Like, it comes out of your annual pass fee, you know. That okay, okay. I'm that okay like the full too. on Disney annual pass. Now I think you're onto something. Or yeah, the Disney Ultimate Pass. The Disney <laughs> like Ultimate Pass. Or it's like ten percent off of food and beverages in the park if you have a Disney Plus account. I like that too. It's what you used to get with your annual pass, but you're like instead of that, you get Disney Plus. Think about all the people that have to travel to bit to to Disney to travel to Disney, who are only going to spend a couple hundred dollars like once or twice a year, and then they won't go for another two years because they don't live near Disneyland, but they're still paying Disney Plus. And this is why I think the play is to go steal that first chair. Let's hear one more time. What do you guys got? What do you guys (laughs) got on (laughs) here? How many tangents will we do in between? So are we doing a B flat or a C scale? What do you guys prefer? I'll defer. Give it your all is all I'm saying. Kyle, Kyle, you're muted, my man. Can I, can I entertain our Oikamava request? I'd oh. love to hear it if you got I, it. I, I can give him four notes. I, I, I think. Let's do it. Four notes won't strike us. Let's do it. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Perfect. I could think Perfect. I could do Someone call Tito. But I think I played it in a different key than you, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. Oh, it's top two. 
both feet in the mat. What are the, what's our final tune that you want us to play? We could play along with the theme song. We could play along with the theme song. Do, do we just want to like butcher the end of the theme song? Not butcher. It's beautiful music. I know. I'm like, we'll ask the composer. We do the end of the score? If we have. <laughs> the composer has something to admit in that he can't remember what key he wrote the theme song in at the moment. So we're just, we'll just go with You hear it again? We can just play over the electronic portion. Go for it. All right. I will go ahead That's and. That's uh, Solid. A plus. <laughs> Uh, I guess what we should do now is wrap it up here on this amazing episode of Primetime, Party Time, Nostalgic, Middle School, Band, Edition. You can keep playing. Uh, thank you, <laughs> Justin and Kyle, for joining us uh, thank tonight. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, I hope you guys had Bye. fun. I uh, hope you guys got nostalgic here. Thank you to Fen for our amazing artwork. Thank you to uh, Justin for the theme song. Uh, thank you to Coco in the chat uh, as our webmaster. Uh, we're your hosts. Yeah, Coco. And Tracy. <laughs> Daniel. And this has been Primetime Party Time. Catch us next Monday night at 9 p.m. here on ptptshow.com, wherever you listen to your podcasts, uh, pretty much the day after. Um, and that is uh, that's pretty much what we got. You guys ready to play? That's a wrap. Let's you guys play. ready to play us out? Just go all in pretty much now. You're on prime time, party time. You guys yeah. nailed that. I'll grab the guitar. Let's see what okay, we can do. Guitar. Are we are we jamming? Should I get my trumpet? <laughs> <laughs>